So we're going to dig into the Word. We're going to jump right on into the Word. If you want to open up your Bibles this morning, we're going to look and we're going to start just a few verses this morning um, from Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, we're going to look there. Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. 12 through 14. It reads this way, not, excuse me, not that I have already obtained all this, or have I already made, been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but the one thing I do is I forget what is behind me and I strain towards what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that as we read it and as we take it in, Lord, it it shows us who you are. Lord, it shows us who we are. It shows us our need for you. It shows us what you've called us to. Lord, I pray this morning as we read this, as, as we dig in, that you would challenge us, Lord, to become more like you, Lord, that our hearts would be open, our hearts would be softened to draw closer to you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, I thought this was a good place to start our new year. You know, um, as as everybody, I'm sure, has done in the past, and maybe you're tired of it like I am, uh, but I'm sure many of you still do it. We begin to talk about what this year has for us. What are the goals we want to accomplish? New Year's resolutions. And we begin to set those things for ourselves. And I preached a few years ago, um, actually out of a book that Greg Crochelle wrote. Um, and he talked about, instead of setting a whole host of goals, just doing one thing. Starting one thing and stopping one thing. That he was basically saying kind of our mind and our heart and our, our life can't really handle more than starting one thing or stopping one thing. You know, and, and as I move into the new year and I begin to think about this upcoming year, often what I do, and I don't know if you do this as well, part of what I do is, is I begin to talk about my new year based on my last year. How many of you guys do that? You, where the, some of the goals you have set are based on some of the things you didn't accomplish this year. For me, when, when I do this and when I do set goals and when I do these things often, or even when I just think about it or dwell on it, <clears throat> it is based on the things that I didn't do. It's the things that I didn't accomplish that I wish I had or, or the things that I, I wish I had done that I was maybe too afraid of or that I ran out of time for or I didn't set aside time for or I didn't make a priority in my life. But here in the Bible, when, when, when Paul is talking to the Philippians, he actually says quite the opposite. He says, forget what is in the past and strain towards what's in the future. So when you start this new year and you begin to look at what God might have for you, the first thing you need to do is forget what's in the past. Don't base your next year on on the failures or the shortcomings or the disappointments in this year. Because then what you're doing is, is you're basing your future off your past versus basing your future off what God might have for you. Let me say it again. You might be basing your future decisions off what you didn't do versus what God might want you to do in this upcoming year. You know, but the title of this message is actually called The New Day, not The New Year. 
Often what we do is we look at our whole entire year and we think of all the disappointments and then we plan out our whole entire year to come up with new things and new goals for the whole year. And often those fall short within the first three weeks or a month or if you're really good at it, a couple of months. And, <clears throat> and part of that's because as a, as a human, as, as human nature, as a human culture, what we tend to do is we're pendulum swingers. And so if we have all these disappointments and all these things that we didn't like in this past year, what we tend to often do is we let that pendulum begin to swing towards what we think is right or what we think God might be calling for us to do. But then we let that bad boy just swing all the way to the other end. And we try to plan out our entire year and all of our goals for the entire year. And as I was thinking about, you know, this upcoming year and what God might have for me and what God might have for our family, I was hit dead in the face um, by the Lord with Psalm 90, verse 12. Psalm 90, verse 12. And if you want to turn there, we'll just do uh, just a real quick kind of Bible study this morning. You know, I was asking the Lord, what, what would you have for us? You know, and, and we've made plans. We've got some things planned out for the year that, that we want to do and, and, and places we want to go and that kind of stuff. But Psalm 90, verse 12 says this. Maybe you know it. It says this. says, teach us, O Lord, to number our days, that we may gain the heart of wisdom. Teach us, O Lord, to number our days, that we may gain the heart of wisdom. This was the very first verse that came to my mind as, as I was asking the Lord, um, I, you know, while I was in my room, I was actually quarantined for five days because of COVID and in my room asking the Lord, this was the verse that he gave me. It's not super exciting. It's not super deep. It's not super, you know, revelatory um, as, when you first look at it. But for me, it was. Because when you begin to count something, it becomes important. When you begin to number things, it, it becomes important. And here in the Psalms, it says, teach us, O Lord, to count our days so that we may have wisdom. It's saying that our days are important. And I begin to look this up, and, and, and maybe you should too. I want to encourage you to look this up throughout the week. The number of times that the Lord or, or that the people who are the, that are writing the Word of God say about today and how few times... There is discussion of the year. There is discussion of the year, and there is discussion of planning. But more often than not, what God is concerned about is today. He is concerned not necessarily so much in the future. He is concerned about what you are called to do today. So much so that if you look in Matthew chapter 6, we're going to actually pray this in a little while when we take communion. When he's teaching us, when he's teaching the disciples how to pray and teaching us how to pray, he says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as is the same. Give us today our daily bread. A little later on in the chapter, it says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of itself. Be concerned with today. In, in his prayer, when Jesus is teaching us how to pray, he's saying, Give me my daily bread. Give me enough to sustain me for today. He doesn't say give me enough for this week or give me enough for, for this year. Or, give me enough for 2022. He says, Lord, give me enough for today. 
teach us to count our days. Give me enough for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Stay fast on today. And as, as I was dwelling on this, and I just want to encourage you this morning, <clears throat> God is trying to simplify your life. He's trying to simplify your life. And, and for me, this is how he often speaks to me because uh, I am simple. I like simple things. I don't like complicated things. I very much like things to stay the same and be very routine, which we're going to get to that in a second. But I like things simple, and God often speaks to me and always is saying, I am trying to make it simple. And even though I like things simple, I often make things complicated. But the Lord is saying to me, and he's saying to you, he said, today. It's the new day, not the new year. I think God is much more concerned about today than he is about the whole entire year of 2022, at least as it applies to his relationship with you and what he has for you today. He wants to supply you with enough to get through today, and not just get through today, but to be prosperous today, to be joyful today. It says every morning his joy comes, right? In Psalm 30, it says, his anger might last a lifetime, but his joy always comes in the morning. Often, when we begin to plan out our new year, we miss today. Often, when we begin to plan out our new year, we are so concerned about what is happening next and what is happening in a month and what is happening in a year. What is happening, you know, next summer and next Christmas already? When do I get to put my decorations back up? But God is saying, I have something for you today. For me, that was massively revelatory to say, I have something for you today, not just this year. I have something that I want you to accomplish today. You know, it, it also says in the Psalms that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. In Lamentations, it says that his mercies are new every morning, not every year. It doesn't say this is the year the Lord has made, I rejoice. It says this is the day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice. One of the things that, that God has really been showing me, <clears throat> especially out of Lamentations, is Lamentations 3.22 says his mercies are new every day. Every day his mercies are new. And for me, when I was reading this, the Lord was really speaking to me that every day, if I'm willing to pay attention and I'm willing to focus and I'm willing to boil my life down to today, he's got something new for me every single day. If that's true, if his mercies are new, and he gives me new mercies so that I can go through this day, and I can walk through this day with mercy, and I can walk through this day with grace, and I can walk through this day with joy, and walk through this day with hope. If that's the case, and the Bible is true, and that happens every day, I have been missing it often. Like I said, I am a person of routine. You know, I've got a lot of energy, and I get very distracted very easily, but I promise you, if you looked at my days, they are very, very similar. I do almost the same thing every time I get up and almost the same thing every time when I go to bed and almost the same thing throughout my day. I, I like routine. And when it gets messed up, it, it frustrates me. But I often think, especially the last couple of days, that that's not how God wants me to operate. Not that there's anything wrong with routine or not that there's anything wrong with planning and setting goals, but he wants me to walk in what he has for me today. And often what I want to walk in is what I have for me today, which is let's get up. Let's read my Bible. Let's have a cup of coffee. Let's watch Sports Center. Let's 
get the kids up. Let's make them breakfast. Let's drop them off for school. Let's go to work. Let's get lunch by 1130. You want to talk about routine. If I start eating lunch past 1130, things go a little, yeah. You're, I, there's not many people in the room today, but the few that are here, all are shaking their head in agreement. I like the routine, but God is speaking to me today. He wants to speak to you today, not in the whole entire year. He doesn't want you to focus on all of 2022. He wants you to focus on today because he's saying, I have something for you today. I've given you daily bread that's for today. It's not for tomorrow. It's for now. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. It is for now. I want to encourage you. To take some time with the Lord, not to plan out your year, but to ask him, how do I plan out my day? How do I set my day up so that I can be prepared for the new mercies you have for me? So that I can understand the bread, the nourishment, the the fulfilling you've given me today so that I can function in what you have for me today. For me, again, the Lord has boiled it down to one verse. And actually, even farther down than that, it's actually like a fifth of a verse. Not to take it out of context, but a fifth of the verse. And this is my hope for my life and for my family's life for today and for every day that I wake up, is that I will focus on the daily bread he's given me. I will focus on the new mercies. But most of all, that I will live this way out of Joshua 24, verse 15. This is Joshua, and he's speaking, to, and he says, but serving the Lord seems, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your forefathers that served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. And then he makes a statement. After he says, choose you this day who you're going to serve, he makes a statement. He says, but for as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. But as for me and my household today, we will serve the Lord. That's the prayer for my life. It's the prayer for my family. And it's my prayer for you, that you would boil things down to today, the day that God has given you. We're not promised tomorrow. We're called to actually count our days, to make them count. We're given enough nourishment for today. And I can't think of a simpler way to boil it down than to wake up every morning and say, but as for me and my household, today we will serve the Lord. I want to challenge you. When you wake up tomorrow, don't think about 2022. Think about Monday. Say, Lord, what is the daily bread you have for me? What are the new mercies you have for me? And then make the statement today, no matter what, my house will serve the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that we would grasp a hold of the things you have for us. Lord, I pray that we would grasp a hold of the idea that you want to speak to us every single day. 
Lord, I pray that we would grasp a hold that you want to move in our life every single day. Lord, I pray that we would grasp a hold that you want to do things in our life and through our life for other people every single day. The Lord, that we'd stop letting days go by where we don't listen to you. Lord, we don't stop and say, what do you have for us? Lord, we don't stop and say, today I will serve the Lord. Today my household will serve the Lord, no matter what it is that you've called us to do. Lord, I pray that each day we would wake up and we would receive your daily bread, Lord, that we would spend time with you and receive what you have for us today. Lord, that we would stop looking past it. Lord, that we would stop looking always to the future, but looking today, Lord to what you have for us, and that we would live it to the fullest, Lord, that we would quit wasting the time and the opportunities and, and the new mercies you've given us, Lord, that we would know that today we have served you. So, our Lord, I pray for courage. I pray for boldness. I pray for peace. Lord, I pray most of all for patience each and every morning as we wake up to be still before. Lord, I pray for all of us that we would commit, that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen.